When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back, Cracked fans, to another edition of the Cracked Interviews Podcast. I'm your host, Alex Gruskin. On today's show, we continue our run of conversations with 2022 ITA All-American Champions as we are joined by the winning women's doubles duo from North Carolina State. Of course, I'm referring to Nell Miller and Amelia Rajecki, who join us on today's show for a fantastic conversation about their run to the title in Cary, a behind-the-scenes look at the famed NC State system that has brought them so much success on the doubles court of late expectations for the Wolfpack heading into 2023 and so much more. It is a delightful conversation that I am certain all of you Cracked Rackets listeners are going to enjoy. It's always fun for me to get to chat with doubles duos. Of course, our Cracked Rackets podcast started out as a conversation between a doubles duo, myself and my former club tennis doubles partner. Max Rothman, who I spent many hours with on court as such. I like to think I have a little bit of insight into how a successful doubles pairing works. I hope, I know, Maxie would still consider our doubles pairing successful, so I don't even have to worry about that. And honestly, I don't think Nell and Amelia are going to have to worry about that anymore either as they capture the ITA All-American Women's Doubles title. Of course, Nell was one half of the NCAA Women's Doubles Championship winning team last season, her and Jada Daniel bringing home that title to the Wolfpack. So again, obviously there has been a lot of success at NC State over the past few years. Dare we say they have been maybe the hottest program on the rise since the start of that 2020-2021 or maybe even 2019-2020 season. Point is, plenty of meat on the bone for us to discuss in today's conversation. It was a lot of fun to pick both of their brains. I appreciate their tolerance of my nonsense and Again, I think this is a conversation all of you listeners are going to enjoy, so I'll let the rest of it speak for itself. With that said, before we get to it, a shout out to our dear friends at Swing Vision for their support of this podcast. And listeners know, Swing Vision is at the forefront of all artificial intelligence technology innovations happening within the tennis world. If you want access to all of them, all you got to do is download that Swing Vision app today. Use our promo code CRACK20. Not only will let them know we sent you there, you'll get $20 off plus a free 14-day pro trial. Learn more by clicking on the link in the description to this podcast. With that said, let's get to it. My conversation with the All-American Women's Doubles Champs from NC State, Nell Miller and Amelia Rejecki. Hey, Crack fans. Before we get to today's show, I want to let all of you listeners know about the revolutionary work being done by our friends over at Swing Vision. Now, all of us as tennis players are constantly searching for that piece of information that's going to give us that one, two, three percent edge whenever we step onto the court. We want to know, am I hitting my forehand with enough depth? Am I accurately placing my backhands? Am I employing patterns on the court that are putting me in an optimum position to experience success? 
success. Thankfully, all of those questions can now be answered via the app produced by our friends at Swing Vision. Folks, it's extraordinarily simple. You're going to download the app. You're going to turn that app on your phone. You're going to put your phone on the back fence, the back curtain of whatever court you're playing on. You're going to hit record. And then using artificial intelligence, Swing Vision is going to break down your performance. If you click on the link that you find in the podcast description here on today's episode, you'll go right to the Swing Vision website. And of course, friends who use our Crack Rackets promo code CRACK20 are going to get an additional $20 discount and a free 14-day pro trial on the Swing Vision app. Again, you use that promo code CRACK20, $20 discount, as well as a free 14-day pro trial. How do you find the link? To get signed up, just go back to your podcast feed. It's in the podcast description of this episode. You go to the Swing Vision website, you set up your account, you download the app, you get rocking and rolling, get all the information, one location with our friends at Swing Vision. Joining us on the podcast for the first time today are the ITA All-American Women's Doubles Champions. Let's welcome on to the show first, NC State's Nell Miller. Now, how are you doing today? I'm doing good. It's a good day. It's going all right. That's what I like to hear. Amelia Rejecki, how are you? I'm great. I'm thriving. <laughs> That's, that's a good answer. I'll take it as we start today's show. And obviously, congratulations to the both of you, All-American champions, first All-American title in program history. Let's just start there. I got plenty of questions for both of you. I think the most important one, and it's a question to both, how disappointed were you that Simon didn't go with the all-bright red tracksuit in the final? Because I was devastated, personally. <laughs> well... I've only seen him wear it once. No, twice. No, twice, twice. Twice. When we played UNC, he yeah, wore it. he wore it. I've, yeah, I've only ever seen him wear it twice. I feel like it's a championship outfit. It's like that would have fit the role. Tell him he should wear it more. Yeah, I think he needs to bring out more. Maybe yeah. we'll... if we went all red, maybe he yeah. has to. We'll do a deal. How about that? that? That sounds like a win to me. But, you know, for both of you, obviously, to be able to play that at Cary Tennis Park, a place you both know well. I'll start here with you, Nell. It's the first match in the final. Is the only match you guys don't go three sets. What seemed to click so well in that final match? Um, I think, to be honest, we kind of just stayed stayed with it the whole time. I think at the the start of the other matches, we kind of, we got a bit of a lead and we kind of were like, oh, okay, and just were like, step back a little bit. But in this one, I think I think both of us were both like, okay, all right, like, keep going. We can't really, like, take our foot off the gas in these ones. Like, we're in a bit of, like, we've got to, because it was a lot tighter, I think, than two and one, really. Oh, yeah. Like, there was a lot of deuce points. I think we just played the deuce points very well this time. Mm-hmm. Same question to you, Amelia. To be down... I mean, I think you guys lost first sets in your first three matches, if my memory serves me correct, which bravo to you. That's impressive in itself. Um, But, you know, there were a lot of deuce points in that opening set. And whenever we talk to Simon, he likes to talk about the system he he has for NC State in the doubles. What is that system in your mind? And, you know, how does it help you in those deuce points? 
I think the system, I think it's certainly for us, I think the most important part is the tempo. He says that all the time, like, if the tempo is too slow, I think that's what definitely those first sets, we just couldn't gauge, like, it was too slow or it just wasn't consistent. I think that was the hardest part. Um, I think the system, the easiest thing that you... I know exactly what Nell's going to do. She knows exactly what I'm going to do. There's no surprises. There's no like, oh, she she did that on a deuce point. Like, you don't want that to come out in those tight moments. So I think that is definitely, the system is just simple. I think if people overthink this thing. It's, it's not this complex thing. It's just, I know exactly where I'm going to hit the ball. Nell knows exactly where to move. It just works. Well, it's interesting for you to say you know what Nell's always going to do because this is going to be a compliment, I swear. But you never know when Nell's going to cross. Like, it could be at any moment, at any <laughs> shot. And so, are you, you know, I haven't played at your level, but I've played plenty of doubles in my day, and I've had partners who are a little bit more, I'll say twitchy. I feel like that's the compliment term. A little more twitchy at the net. And I'm curious how you balance that because it's obviously great, but – you, you you're ready for all of Nell's movements. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> sure. I will, sometimes she does surprise me. Um, it doesn't go better. But yeah, you know, if the ball's good at Nell, she's gonna get it back. So it's <laughs> you know. Yeah, no, that's a good thing. And you know, on the flip side, Nell, that's a mindset, right? That's something you bring in every match. That crossing has that been something you've always done, or is that developed during your time in college? Uh, I think it's a little bit of both. I don't think I don't think I'm very scared of the net. So I think like if Mills hits the ball and I see it, I'm like I'm going and I I trust myself and Mills to know like all right, Nell's gone. She's probably going to take this next one as well. Mm-hmm. Like I'm now, just here. Like I'm re- I'm ready for this. I'll like, tell you this: some scholars have argued you are not afraid at the net. I would agree with that. There, there's yeah. definitely yeah, definitely a, a fair statement and. <laughs> Yeah, and for you know obviously the both of you uh there's been a lot of success at nc state over the past few years but to capture this title i'll start with you here uh now what does this mean to the program just again to bring another title home and this continued success i think it just gives like the confidence, the pride, like that we can do it. I mean, everyone's really excelling in every like department, like singles, like Mills having a great time. And then I think just to be able to show like that everything we're putting in in the practice is going onto the match court as well. And we just have that, that faith almost that like, all right, we're going to get, we're going to get, this is going to get tough and you're going to have to beat us. We're not going to roll over. Same question to you, uh, Amelia, and in the spirit of, you know, again, NCAA doubles title last year, you guys are able to reach the semifinals the year before for the first time. I think you've only lost one non-ACC match over the course of the past two years. Where does that success come from? What's the secret sauce? Is it the system? I think it's a combination of things. I think... This program has definitely been built off of like just hard work and trusting in the process. Like that success didn't come early, like it's taken time, but I think it's just over generations of players. Like um, they always talk like the ABCs of the program, like the people that were first here when Sam was here and like Dave, especially like those people, we were just building off what they've done. 
like especially Anna and Adriana I think getting to spend my freshman year with them was massive because it just they are the OGs of NC State like they have all the qualities that I think we want to take on and definitely players that come into this program want to take on just like that the hard work like Sam and Dave worked so hard and I think it's great that now that success I mean titles isn't necessarily prove success but I think it is it's just a great way to to give us confidence going into the season mm-hmm. and going into this year is there a different energy around the program because now it's two years in a row right and I was at the national indoors in 2020 which of course was the pandemic season where if you were at that tournament there were really three teams that stood out it was North Carolina was better than everyone in 2020 you know UCLA was really freaking good and then there were you guys who played an unbelievable national indoor, and that was kind of the signal to the rest of the country of, okay, we're here, and we think we're pretty good. Obviously, the next year, you guys make the semifinals last year, quarterfinals of the indoors and the NCAA tournament. Is there a different buzz around the program this year? Because I feel like, you know, again, maybe those first two years are prove-it sort of years, and now you kind of have. And so what is the buzz this fall? Buzz? Um. I feel like we, I think that's given us confidence. Um, I think indoors, last indoors was great for all of us, but I also think a lot of us have also made a lot of improvements after the season has finished. I know, especially the work we've been putting in. And I think we're kind of starting to see it now in this fall. So I think going into the season, I think we're all feeling good. Yeah, we all feel good. Yeah, that's good to hear. And um, I'm curious for both of y'all, I'll start with you now. What is, because it's all the individual events, of course, you have in the fall. Uh, I'm curious how you you view the role of the fall and these individual tournaments, because it is, a, it's kind of a different season, isn't it? Yeah. Um, oh. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, the fall, I find the fall hard because I enjoy playing, like, for the team. I enjoy like the atmosphere, being able to like look to your left, look to your right and like be like, all right, we got this guys, let's go. But in the fall, it's very, uh, it's kind of, you've got to go and it's, it's really hard to explain. It's like almost like you've got to go for yourself, but at the same time, you're doing it for the team. Yeah. If that makes sense. It's kind of like all right, like you're the one on the court, but like at the same time, like you've still got the team behind you. They're to the left, they're cheering, or like they're even playing next to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it, it makes sense. The reason I ask is we had the ITA CEO, Tim Russell, on a previous show, which all of our listeners can go here, and he brought up the fact that they're thinking about moving the NCAA singles and doubles tournaments to the fall and making the fall entirely individual, the spring entirely team-focused. Uh, I guess I'll start with you, Nell. You got to, you know, you won the NCAA doubles championship last year. And I think those first few rounds of the individual tournament are really special because there are so many people on the grounds and, you know, you have teams sticking around all these different things. That said, it's a really long, I mean, you guys learned it 2021, 2022. It's a really long two weeks um, or, you know, two and a half weeks, whatever it is. I always joke around. Thankfully, there's no income tax in Florida because we're all there for a really long time and they don't charge us for it. Um, You know, that said, I'm curious your thoughts on if you would be in favor of that move. I don't know. I 
I like like the first three days when everyone was mm-hmm. there for that for the NCA. It was like it was pretty it was pretty wild. Like even like playing in Champagne, like everyone was. It almost felt still like the team because there were so many people around still. Um, I'm not gonna lie, we were living off far for that for that tournament. <laughs> we, we were the same we, restaurant. We were in the same restaurant for two weeks. And <laughs> Millie, Millie decided to change it up on the last night. That was the biggest error ever. <laughs> Hey, it worked. It worked. It's fine. Um, but I mean, I like having the NCAs like right at the end. It's like almost like you play this whole season and then that's it. Like that's mm-hmm. the what everyone's oh. worked worked for. Yeah. And just straight after the team, maybe there could be a little break. I don't know, but I I enjoy it. Even maybe if there was more teams there, like mm-hmm. you know, like two years ago when the eight. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas I. I is it, it was 16. Oh, 16. 16 was in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. yeah. And I'm going to adopt Millie moving forward. It's just easier. I feel like now that we're 12 minutes in, I feel comfortable doing it. So uh, same question to you. What do you think about the move? I think there's pros and cons to, to both. I mean, I know, especially the individual, like people that have done well in a team, it's a lot of matches in a row. And I think that kind of adds a physical and mental component to it because you've been there for so long and you've played so many matches. And it's also in that environment, I think it's more tiring when, you know, Final Four of SWA, there is an atmosphere there and it is, there's a lot of components to it. But I think the four, the four for me, I think you just kind of get to, to see what you can do because it's more individual, like you get opportunities that you might not necessarily get in the the season. You get to play, you know, especially ranked opponents that you can learn a lot from those matches. So I do think it is a is a great way to kind of test where you are. I think it'd be quite good in the fall. I think we, you know, it'd be nice. Yeah, I think one of the things they would want to do is hopefully tie it in with some sort of pro event at the end of the year or put it at a bigger stage and. That would be very cool. I mean, certainly, I think for all, just as an experience. That said, I agree with you guys. It's really fun. Those first few days of the individuals, that's the thing you don't want to lose because there are so many people and the level is so high. That said, and you sort of touched on it, and I know, because I I think you both stuck around through the whole shebang last year in in Champagne. I don't know how else to describe it. I guess the championship run would have worked as well, but... How dead are you now by the end of that run? Is it just like the legs are gone, the I just don't want to play tennis anymore? What is, the, you know, how mentally draining is it along, I'm sure, as well as physically? I mean, it was like we won and me and Jay were like, wow, we just won. And then we looked at each other and we were like, where's the fire? <laughs> we were like, we weren't like tired. I think it was more so like it just been such a long time in Champagne, Illinois. Yeah, and we were like, oh. mm-hmm. we were we were ready. Like we were kind of excited like to go play for a possibility of going playing. But I think we needed like a couple of days after that. Yeah, just to be like, oh, okay, like we need to kind of take it in and then get ready for what's to come. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Now, it's a lot of tennis, too, just day after day, and it's the same routine, and it was always just a little bit windier than you would have liked, and you're just like, you know, are we going indoors? Are we not? Um, it was a long two. At one point, we were the only team that didn't go indoors. Like, you I literally, up I, stepped, I watched you and Jada warm up indoors. on the court. I stepped on the court with OU, and they were like, no, you're outdoors. I was like, okay. I was like, great. I was like, it's midnight, but no worries. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it was, uh, it was, again, it made the run that much more impressive. And, you know, again, I promise I'm, I'm coming back to you, Millie. But uh, just to, to put a, a final, you know, bow on this, to capture that NCAA championship, to go through that run, you know, what did that mean to you, to the program, to Jada, just to end up on top that season, I'm sure, after what was the disappointment against Duke? Yeah, I mean, that was a really, that was a tough, tough loss against Duke, especially being... I mean, the last match on in singles and losing the doubles match um, was was pretty rough. But I think for the end of it, I think for me and Jada, it was almost like, wow, like we've actually like we done this. Like we really we were we were okay. Like we were good because we had we had some shocking matches. We did not play well in some matches um, and we had some big up and downs. But I think just the end of it, when we finally were able to hold the trophies and be like, we were like, okay, like, we, we can do this. What We done this. Mm-hmm. I, I also was like, there you go, Jada. Yeah. <laughs> like that as your uh, senior. That was, yeah. yeah, that was a nice last match. Yeah, that's a nice, nice last match. Not the worst way to go out, definitely. And so as you guys came into this All-American, I mean, you sort of talked about it, but does that confidence carry over? I know it's a different partnership, and I always say any doubles partnership is like a marriage. It really is because, you know, you have to know what the other person likes. You have to know, all right, I got to stay away from this area. There's some physical contact, a lot of high fives, a lot of love expressed. Um, you know, does I, I know it's a different partner, but does that confidence translate over? You? Oh, for me? Yeah. I mean, yeah, me and Millie get on pretty well. I mean – We've always got on pretty well. So it's, we kind of, we had, we didn't start great. I will admit we didn't have the greatest start, but I think we kind of entered this one and we were like, all right, come on. And we just kind of, I think we kind of gelled a bit more in this tournament. It did. It took us a little longer, I think, than me and Jada, but I think at the same time, like we trust each other quite a lot on the court. Like we're both like, and if, if we win, we win together. If we lose, we lose together. Like no one really is like, what are you doing? It's like, all right, that one's on me. It's all good. I got you on the other side. Mm-hmm. So. Sa- same question to you, Millie. What's the toughest part of a new doubles partnership? Toughest part. I feel like it's just, I mean, not playing together. You kind of, it takes a sec to kind of get used to it, especially like the different speeds of like, we've played with in the past um but yeah i think definitely we gel yeah we get on the brits the brits yeah. we have a lot in common i think the way our perspective on things as well is quite similar which is good like i think you just need someone where the the kind of personalities don't clash i don't think else do i don't know mm-hmm. i think we help each other a lot yeah 
No, it was really good tennis. I mean, I will say, as a Wolverine, it hurt my feelings. Like, you know, as a, no, but but I mean, it was to your point. It was the, that final in particular was much closer than the scoreline would have indicated, especially that first set. So many different deuce points, and you know, now you guys are the ITA All American champions here in the fall. And I'm curious, and I know we sort of talked about this a little bit earlier, but you know, I feel like this year it's an older team at NC State, right? Yes, you're bringing in a couple of new faces, but I think four of you are back from last year's starting lineup, and you get Alana back as well, which obviously I'm sure everyone is looking forward to. As you look towards 2023, which is a crazy thing to say out loud, um, you know, what are the expectations for the team this season? What are the things you guys are looking to accomplish? I think just build off of last season. I think winning a title as a team would be great. Um, trying to build off indoors, a final or well, a title would be <laughs> lovely. Um, I think just, yeah, building off last season. I don't think there's no, there's no negatives to it. I think especially with an older team, I think we can all build off our experiences. That's a massive thing. Yeah? Yeah? You got any? Um, I think you're just... your goal shoot. <laughs> I don't know. I definitely didn't say build four times. <laughs> um, I think we'd just be like, <laughs> I was going to say build then. Um, I mean, just going in it, like, as a team, like, going together and, almost being a part of it. I think like everyone, everyone knows. Everyone knows what we can accomplish. Yeah. I think it's just a, doing it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you mentioned it being an older team. How do you keep things from getting stale or stagnant? You know, what are, are things different this fall than maybe it was when you were freshmen and Simon was really, you know, trying to instill certain things and maybe a little bit tougher than he was at the start, you know, has, is it a different sort of rhythm, I guess this, this fall? I think, I mean, mine and Abby's freshman fall was not a fall. Yeah, that's true. We did not have any, I think we had one event, like. Was that the COVID year? Yeah, that was hard, I will say. Um, But I think every season you come back and you have way more knowledge of the season before. And I think it just gives you confidence, like. Simon, we know what to expect from Simon. He knows what he's going to expect from us. Like, there's no bloodlines. We know exactly what we're doing. And I think every season it just gets easier and easier because you just, you know, you know what's going to happen. I don't know um, why you're looking at me. I haven't had a fall yet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I think this fall definitely, as a team, we've done really well. We've played a lot of matches. I think we've been able to see what we can improve on, definitely see what we have improved on. I think a lot of us have seen that. But it's definitely, yeah, it's definitely easier. This is my first real fall, I'd say. Last fall as well. Yeah, that's, so that's what I was going to ask for both of you. After all of these COVID regulations throughout the courses of these falls, how nice, it, does it feel like things are back to normal now? Does it feel like you have a little bit more freedom? Yeah. I mean, I don't know what the fall was like. like well, I don't know what the other fall was like. I wasn't here. <laughs> no, you play college ball. Yeah, um, I had one. I, how many did I have? Two? I had two. But, I mean, if you're looking other... for confirmation, I think you did have two. I had two. Okay. Yeah. Been here too long. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
I think everything like feels like it's back to normal. Mm-hmm. It was strange for a while though. It's also been really nice. It's been in North Carolina. <laughs> like we've played what oh, four? Yeah, four weeks in a row. It's been yeah, yeah. Virginia, our tournament. I mean, our yeah. tournament is great. Like the spotlight tournament is just so many matches, so many opportunities. I love it. I love yeah. that one. I got the number. It was like more ranked players there than at any other event that happens in the fall. Something crazy like that. And yeah. I feel like, have you guys planted a flag at Cary Tennis Park yet? Is it just like, this is our territory? Wolfhead. <laughs> yeah. I feel like you've earned it. I mean, you guys play a ton. I mean, it's got to be great to have that facility there. And I feel like it's got to be just, you know, again, in general for both of you. And I guess I'll start with you now. I know you started out at Texas Tech, but what was it that ultimately drew you to NC State to end your college career? To be honest, it was Simon and Dave. I remember speaking on the phone with Dave and talking about like the what what could happen, like the possibilities of what could happen and like what to work on. And he w- he was pretty honest. And I that's where I was like, okay. I was like, this is it. And then also it was just the environment there just seemed so much better and it was just like okay this is like a team that is a team like it's together they're gonna this team is gonna go places and I was like I want to be a part of that if they'll like eh, that's good English if they'll let yeah no and same question to you Millie with the the added bonus I guess of I've, you know, I've spent a lot of time talking to Simon. It's always a joy. And you sort of mentioned how honest he is. There's a candidness to him. At the same time, you know, I've seen him get mad. Usually it's at a, a call or a chair umpire or whatever. And I guess I could imagine him yelling, but I feel like that's not his move. He's just a guy who kind of says what's on his mind. He's going to tell you how he sees it. Is, is that a fair assessment? Or I'm curious how that plays for a coach. 100%. I think trust in a coach is the biggest part. Like, you know, Simon, whatever he says, he has his best interests at heart and you know he's being honest. It's never, it's always to help you. So there's no reason to take it in the wrong way. Or I think that, especially when I was being recruited, he was like, look, coaches are gonna tell you things that aren't true. I, I'm just gonna tell you the truth. Like, I think that, and then as soon as he said that, I think I knew. Um, yeah, I think trust. Mm-hmm. For both of you coming over here to the States to play college tennis, was that something you guys had both always thought about as you were playing junior tennis? When did that option of college tennis become a reality for, I guess we'll start with you now. I, I didn't ever really think about it, to be honest. Like it wasn't really on my radar. Um, like it wasn't I just don't think it was that big when I was it's 17 not, yeah, 18 it's not as much, I think. um and then I don't I can't even remember how it kind of developed like I I just remember I think maybe I got an email and I was like oh what's this in my spam <laughs> like, oh. um and then I mean my mum always was like like get like get an education mm-hmm. like it's very important um uh, I think she also just like wanted me out of the house for a little bit. Um, <laughs> I, have a, I have a little feeling that was like, she was like, go over that. 
Um, but yeah, I can't even remember how it really came about. I it mine was very fast as well. Same. Um, but yeah, it kind of happened in a very short window of time. But I, gosh, that's five years ago. I can barely remember what happened. <laughs> <laughs> barely know where my phone is half the time <laughs> yeah yeah same question uh, obviously for when did you know was you know was it only simon reaching out i'm sure there were a couple of offers i mean yeah she did <laughs> and then we ended up together see it's just fate Full circle. Look at that. um i mean i think england college tennis especially what like that would have been three years ago. It was not. Yeah, it didn't have the same hype as it does here. I don't think people value it as much. Whereas I think now that I think it's perspective bigger, is definitely yeah. changing. Um, I think mine was just like a coincidence, <laughs> and then we just someone helped me with recruitment, and that was it. Uh, yeah, mine was actually through someone. Yeah, I think. Um, and then my coach. That went to Sabrina? Yes. Sabrina. I think I knew Sabrina, and that's kind of how it happened, a little bit. Yeah, mine was just coincidence, I think. And then I started talking about it, and then I started talking to coaches, and then you realize how amazing this opportunity is, and just built from there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's shout out to Sabrina, I guess. Mysterious yeah. one named Sabrina, who brings you both over Better. here. Yeah, to the States, obviously a winner. Um, no, that that's awesome. And now as you both look, I mean, I can go through the numbers of the pro players who have college tennis ties in the top 100. And um, obviously, most prominently on the women's side, Danielle Collins, Australian Open finalist, Jennifer Brady, Australian Open finalist. Uh, obviously, you have doubles Grand Slam champions as well. You can go through the list. I'm sure now you are, you're both cognizant of that fact that you, you see that success. And I'm curious in what ways you both think college tennis does help prepare people for that pro tennis route. I just think the volume of matches that you get to play mm-hmm. and especially having a coach there with you. So I think it's a great honor to have like a lot of people don't, especially on the tour, don't have sometimes have the opportunity or option to have a coach with them. I think to have a coach with you on the court, when you're playing matches, you learn a lot. Um, I think you mature a lot as well, especially yeah. compared to juniors. So I think it's a great kind of bridge between junior tennis and pro tennis because there is no exception for behavior. You have, you know, I think also playing with seniors like on your team gives you so much to learn from. Mm. I think I had a great senior team to learn from. Uh, yeah, I just think the matches, you get so, you learn so much. I definitely play way more matches in college than I did when I was just playing in juniors, like triple the amount. <laughs> I think, um, uh, I forgot what I was going to say. What was I going to say? College tennis. How do you think it helps? Oh, that was it. Um, yeah, see, I barely remember what happens five yeah, minutes ago. Yeah, but, but that's a good doubles team right there. Partner setting you up for success. There it is. I'll help you out. Just sets me up for a moment. Um, I think, well, I mean, you go through, like, a lot of hard times, I think, as well. And, like, on the tour, like, people that don't go to the college, like, they go through them hard times alone. And I think 
when you go through that, I think it's hard to pick the racket up every day and like continue doing it. But like here, you go through the hard hard times, but you have your nine, your nine other people, yeah. like your, or you have the coaches that like they never give up. And they're like, we're going to stick with you through thick and thin. We'll be here. Mm-hmm. And it's it's almost like it's the belief they have in you. And then I think that just prepares you to go on to the next stage. And when you do have that tough time that comes, you're like, all right, I've overcome this before. Like, I can do it again. And you just, yeah. No, it's, it's, I mean, obviously the success speaks for itself as well. There are so many players out on the pros now doing their thing. Last random question before rapid fire, and then I'll let you go. I feel like David could quietly be a great prankster. Like, I just feel like he may quietly be pulling off pranks on the entire team all season long. Is that a possibility? Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. I could see that. He's a jokester. He is a bit of a jokester. Yeah, I feel like it's a fun contrast between he and Simon. Oh. Yeah, I think it's yeah. great. <laughs> it works so well. Yeah. I mean, again, it's an ideal coaching staff, and I think, obviously, that's why NC State is where they are. But with that said, before I let you go, let's let you guys talk a little trash about your teammates, or let's have some fun. Let's learn more about the NC State team. I like the reaction right away. So I'll just ask you both, and, you know, I guess we'll go Nell, Millie, in terms of order of question, but it's the same question to you both. Um, Favorite hitting partners on the team? You go. I can't think go. Uh, Alana. Yeah. Love Alana. I love watching her play tennis. Yeah, so. Alana. Alana. It's All so right. great. I like it. Um, biggest instigator on the court? Abigail and Kelly. <laughs> yeah, she, I mean, look, you got to have one. You have to. Yeah. <laughs> All right, yeah. Yeah, abs. Sorry, abs. Uh, love it. Yeah, no, it's fair. Um, All right, best to get dinner with. I think no. Yeah, Mills. We have good chat. Yeah, we do. We go, uh, <laughs> Golden, Golden, Golden Dragon. Dragon. Uh, we have uh, great players. That's good. Um, messiest locker. Mills. Me. Me. <laughs> I'm close behind. Yours is my worst and it's next to mine. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I like it. Um, all right. If you guys can accomplish one thing this year, what do you want it to be? I think we're next to those as a team. Yeah. We're the NCOs just as a right. team. No, I like it. Um, All right. Well, with that in mind, my final question to you both. When college tennis fans watch NC State play this year, what do you want their takeaway to be? I think this team, like, this team is tough. They're going to take you to the end. You're going to have to beat them. Oh yeah, and this team, this team is here. They're they're ready for this. They got this. Mm-hmm. I like it. Yeah, yeah, I love it. All right. Well, again, uh, to both of you, and maybe dare I say, fans will think, "Wow, they're really building on last year's success." I think that would be a win. Obviously, we learned. I think, um, I think we should have a tally when we rewatch this of build. how many times you said "build." No, put it on a <laughs> build. Yeah, yeah. build. Put build. it on a shirt. Like just uh, there we go, and that's yeah. There's the practice tease. Um, but no, to you both, obviously, congratulations on the ITA All American title. That's not something that happens every day, and a uh, very cool thing, very cool way to start out the year. And uh, obviously, very appreciative to you both for taking the time and tolerating my nonsense, and wishing you guys uh, luck this season. And I'm sure 
hopefully I'll get the chance to see you. Where are the national indoors this year? Are you guys in Seattle, I want to say? Yeah, I think it is. Yeah, so hopefully I will see you all both in Seattle. Yeah. Please, please put, like, as the name of this, like, building. Or just build. <laughs> and then just put Millie Rejecki. <laughs> That's good. My word now. Yeah, honestly, build. It's good. It's a Twitter uh, the profile. It's uh, like what you build. Yeah, there it is. Uh, but no, thank you to you both, and obviously, good luck the rest of this fall. Um, thank, you very thank you very much. much. See yeah. you later. Bye. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hope all of you enjoyed my conversation with the ITA All-American Women's Doubles champs from NC State, Nell Miller and Amelia Rejecki. A thank you to them again for tolerating my nonsense and joining us on the show. I will say I do feel a special connection to this North Carolina State program. It felt like the 2020 National Indoors was really their breakout national event as a program. And that was the very first National Indoors I called back at the XS Tennis Center in Chicago. So my if you want to, I suppose, call it rise in college tennis has corresponded with this rise of NC State. We're both still seeking that first team national title, but uh, again, it's been a pleasure to watch this program continue to succeed and certainly was a joy watching Nell and Mel. Can I call her that still? You you hear me even post-pod, I'm debating it. I'll just say Nell and Amelia, uh, both certainly having success on their run in carry. But uh, with that said, we're taking the time to interview all of the ITA All-American champs, so be on the lookout for all of those conversations over the next few days here on this Cracked Interviews podcast feed. Of course, it's almost that time to roll out our top 10 heading into the 2023 college tennis season. We'll have preview podcasts for all of them. We'll try to talk to as many players, coaches we can over the course of the next few months to help All of you college tennis fans get ready for what promises to be another exciting season, of course. Speaking of excitement, ITA Fall Nats coming up first week of November. We'll have first bottle last coverage for you on our Cracked Rackets YouTube channel. A shout out, as always, to our super producer, Daniel Westoff, for the f*** of that editing job he does day in, day out, making everything possible we do here at CR. A shout out as well to our friends at Swing Vision for their support of this show. Remember to learn about all the latest artificial intelligence technology developments happening within the sport just download that swing vision app today with that said for our fantastic guests Nell miller amelia rejecki our super producer daniel westoff our friends at tennis point also our friends at swing vision and from all of us here at both crack rackets and the tennis channel podcast network i'm your host alex gruskin you've been listening to another edition of the cracked interviews podcast stay safe stay healthy talk to you all soon thanks everyone 